it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Okay, I'm excited for today. So here's the funny thing. I kind of felt, I can't believe that it's only been two weeks since we have met Eva. (laughs) It's only been. been two weeks since we met in our challenge and we like bonded right away. I feel like, um, okay, I bonded right away. I should speak for you, right? So today I want to welcome Eva Ursano and we are going to have just a kick-ass conversation. I can't wait to dig into your life and your website (laughs) and please go ahead and tell my listeners what you would like them to know about you. First of all, I want to say this is awesome and thanks. And so are you. You're awesome too. And I can't, you know, it's funny because you said, oh, it's been two weeks. It feels like we've been doing this for like forever, just because everybody, and especially with Arger, because we we got so close. Bethany's a doll. You know, we all just kind of poured our hearts and, and our struggles in this challenge. And it feels like we've just like, we're like, we're like this group of sisters now. So yeah. So it's hard to believe that it has been two weeks. Anyway, Hi, my name is Eva. And so I am a Canadian. I actually, I'm going to be 60 years old this year. I can't Woo-hoo! even fucking, oh, can I swear? Is that? Is that oh, yeah, yeah, word? yeah. Okay. I forgot to tell you that. I should, yeah. I should ask our <laughs> S words, okay? I didn't think you'd have to ask me. Well, I, you know, I and know, I tell I every, I know, and I tell everybody, even before, like, when I ask people to come on for shows or YouTube, I said, by the way, I swear. So if that's not your thing, then, you know, just say no. And right. no hard feelings because I'm not going to not swear because yeah, it offends happen. you. Right? Yeah. It's just not. No. No. So my name is Eva. I am going to be 60 years old this year. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I am a Canadian. I live in Guatemala. I moved to I actually re I totally reinvented my entire life. When I was 52 years old, I was a hairdresser. I had just left an abusive, I don't know if you know my story. I just left an abusive relationship. I was a shell of a human being. Uh, I had just declared bankruptcy. I had just closed up a salon. I w- I had nothing. I had hit, ro- I had not a fucking thing. I had hit rock bottom. Yeah. My entire world just came crashing down on me. I left my relationship, went back to work at a salon that I worked at for years. I was a hairdresser for 25 years. And for the first year after I left my abusive relationship, it was a year of rediscovering what the fuck am I going to do? Who am I? Maybe I'll just swallow a bunch of pills. This Mm -hmm. is too hard. Life sucks. I fucking hate this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. I'm alone. I'm scared. I'm 52. What am I doing? And then one morning I just snapped and I thought, you know what? Like smarten up, like grow up, smarten up and fucking do something about it. Stop whining and complaining and start doing something about it. So I think that's why we connected right away because that's like, yeah, when I'm done, I'm like, I'm fucking done hearing myself talk. I yeah. am done hearing myself. I don't oh my want God. this in my head anymore. I just whined and complained all the time. It was fucking yeah. pathetic. I couldn't yeah. stand to listen to myself talk. And and the thing is, so I was a I was a hairdresser in a salon and I was fucking whining and complaining to my clients. And I thought, okay, you know what, Eva, that's that's enough. You sound like that dreadful fucking hairdresser. Like that's enough. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, you know what? I got to do something about this because I'm 52 years old. And my life is shitty and I'm, I don't want this to be my life anymore. So I learned how to become a freelance writer. I didn't even know anything about anything on the <laughs> internet. I was a hairdresser for God's sakes. I didn't know anything about And this is only eight years ago. This is eight years ago. Uh, yeah. I didn't know anything about any of that. So, so I had to figure out how, what do I got to, how do I become a freelance writer? And my writing experience comes from writing in my diary when I was like 14 years old. Dear diary, I love Jamie and how come he doesn't love us? How in the world did you go down that route route to be a freelancer? That's 
right? That's my writing experience, writing in my diary, writing in my gratitude journal and writing letters to ex-boyfriends who are douchebags. That's the only writing experience. I, I didn't even graduate high school and I failed English for God's sakes. And I became a freelance writer. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And I'm going to become a freelance writer. Come hell or high water. I don't give a shit what I got to do because I knew that if I became a freelance writer, I could leave Canada. I could leave hairdressing. I could just be free. I could just, you know, I could just do what I want to do and make money doing it. And I didn't want to stay. So it's like, there's a little bit of a two part here. I didn't want to stay in Canada because where I'm from in Canada, our winters are minus 40 minus Celsius. Yeah. Minus 40 to minus 50 Celsius sometimes. I thought, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to do this anymore. So I completely reinvented my entire existence. I mean, I don't, it was a year later. I didn't even recognize myself, Val. I, I mean, I would look and I was living in, I moved to Guatemala on a one-way ticket. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Two suitcases, a one-way ticket. And I thought, here, I'm, here I go. And my sisters were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know, man. I got to go. I, <laughs> right. I just got to call I'm just in leaving. and I'm doing it. Yep. <laughs> I'm just leaving. And the funny thing is, I told them when I, I left in October because winter was coming, right? I saw, It sounds like a Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Winter is yeah. coming. Yeah. Winter is coming. true up there. That's why it was Oh, created. my God. It was, it's horrible. <laughs> I thought, you know, winter is coming. So I'm going to leave for October. And I told my sister, because I didn't know. I didn't know thing about Guatemala. Not a fucking thing. So they're like, do you know what's like a really dangerous country? I'm like, whatever. I'll figure it out when I get down there. Right. I've lived in danger. And, it's all right. <laughs> whatever. And I said to them, my, I said to my one sister, I said, I'll be back in June when the, you know, I'm, I'm only gone for the winter. I'll be back in June. That was seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> June never came. I'm like, wow. I mean, my, you know, I went back for my mom died. I went back for my mom's funeral. My sister was sick. I went back for my sister to help her with her cancer. Yeah. I had to go back to in May. Uh, so I'd been back a few times in the last seven years. I actually have to go back next month. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. I mean, I miss my friends and my some of my family, not all of my family, because most of my families are is assholes, but yeah. I miss, but I miss a lot of my family and my friends and, you know, first world things. I miss first world things like <laughs> Canadian chocolate bars and restaurants that have like good food. Cause we don't really have, we don't really have a good food. Guatemala isn't known for their food. <laughs> it's not the foodie scene. <laughs> not the food. It's the cute boys. Honestly, it's not the fucking And the food. gorgeous views. No, and the gorgeous. Views. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Crazy. So that, yeah. So I just, I, you know, I just at 52, I thought something's got to give and it was, it was time to, and you know what? I'll tell you something. I was scared out of my fucking tree because I didn't know what I was doing, Val. I didn't, right. I, had, I didn't How have a clue. did you even get on the plane? Well, see, I'm not afraid of, I'm flying is okay for oh, me. Oh no, so, I love flying, but, but, yeah. but you knew you were going into the unknown, like absolutely totally unknown. unknown. Totally unknown. And so this is kind of funny. So I, and I'll, we'll get to that in a second. I ended up in Guatemala. The, the week that I landed in Guatemala that week was the week, my town is really small, like 14,000 population. It's a tiny tourist lake town. That was the week of the biggest festival of the year here in this little town. The town was a fucking shit show. And I, and I got off the shuttle and I walked in and I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? I don't even know where my house is. Where are you just all the, there's no streets because all the vendors have lined, they've taken over the streets. So there's no streets. There's nowhere to walk. There's no, I was like, what am I, what the fuck am I doing here? It was ridiculous. Anyway, I mean, I settled, obviously I settled in and things worked out, but that whole week leading up to coming to Guatemala, because I did, I didn't really know anybody. I didn't really have any friends. I mean, I made friends, if you will, not friends, but with my landlady, because I found a house on a Facebook group. You know, we connected on Facebook. She seemed like a lovely lady. She turned into to not being such a lovely lady, but whatever. It is what it is. You know, she helped me navigate a little bit. And then I made another friend in a group. She was Canadian. She said, you know, when you get down here, message me. and I can help you a little bit. Nice. I met another guy, a friend. 
you know, I can help you too. So I met people from a Facebook group that said, when you get down here, message me and I will help you. Nice. And they really, really did. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? Facebook can be really toxic and really shitty sometimes. I We all know that. But mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I will sing songs of praises till the day I die about Facebook groups. When you get into Facebook groups of like-minded people, they're gold. Like yeah. there are so many helpful people in Facebook groups. And People love to shit on, oh, you know, Facebook is toxic and it's full of sleep. No, find a good group. Yeah. And you can meet really, really nice, helpful, like-minded people in Facebook groups. And that's, I met people in the groups and they helped me. So that eased a little bit of my, because I was scared, Val. I was scared out of my mind. Yeah. Terrified. I didn't know anything about Guatemala. I didn't even know the language. I didn't. How did you pick Guatemala? Where so I didn't, a tea, a tea leaf breeder picked it. I didn't oh, pick okay. Guatemala. Yeah. When it was getting time to, I already, I had already sold and donated and got rid of all my shit. I was renting a room from a Christian lady for a few months just before I, cause I was downsizing, getting rid of everything. So I rented a room from a Christian lady. She was a very sweet, sweet lady. She helped me a lot just before I was ready to leave so at that time, I still didn't know where I was going. I, right. I just knew I was going somewhere. And then it was probably like late August, early September, because winter, because I was leaving in October, because winter comes early in Sudbury, where I'm from. So I messaged a, a lady who lives in Sudbury, and she reads tea leaves. Because I, you know, I was on the internet and I was, you know, should I go to Nicaragua? Should I go to Panama? You know, I was in Costa Rica. You know, should I go to Mexico? I don't know. Should I, should I, I didn't, I had no fucking idea. I just didn't know where I was going. And there's so many options. It's just There's like, so many uh, options. Yeah. And, so, and the thing is, is for me, weather was really, really important because I've, because I am a migraine sufferer. So I didn't want it to be 150 degrees every day. Heat doesn't interest me at all. Mm-hmm. I want it to be comfortable. Every yeah. You day. didn't want to do the extreme. <laughs> I, exactly. Exactly. So I messaged, I said, Sharon, I said, you know, I said, I'm leaving Canada. I'm going to Central America. I don't know what country to pick. Could you like just help me pick a I'm a Libra and Libra suck at making decisions. <laughs> I said, could you just help me choose a country? Cause I don't, and I mean, I hardly knew her, but I knew she did my leave reading once like a hundred fucking years ago. So I've only ever met her like once or twice. And she said, yeah, she said, I think you should pick the country with the funkiest name. I said like Guatemala. She said, yeah. So you should go to Guatemala. I'm like, all right. And I said, thank you for your time. And I and I finished the Facebook Messenger chat and I went to International Living, seriously, internationalliving.com. And I Googled Guatemala and I'm like, all right, let's see what's coming up for Guatemala. Because, I mean, Guatemala is not a big country, but I mean, I didn't know where the fuck to go in Guatemala. Like, I didn't even Where's know anything. Where's the airport ab- even? <laughs> I didn't even know anything about it. <laughs> city not, in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, so I found out, so I, the, so I did find out Actually, when I moved here, that the big city in Guatemala has like almost three million people, and it's like oh, one wow. of the most dangerous cities probably mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, and it's crime, very heavy crime. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I did some more searching on international living, which brought me to the lake area, Lake Atitlan, which is where I live. And there's like twelve towns around the lake, and I had to do more digging. Which town each? Because each town has its own little vibe. And this town has everything and you don't need to. Most of the people who live around the lake have to come to this town for the grocery stores because we have too many grocery stores here. And I'm not a boat person. I thought I'm just going to take this town. It looks great. I don't got to get on a boat to cross the lake to go fucking grocery shopping because yeah. that didn't interest me yeah. whatsoever. Easy. What? So, yeah. So I just picked this town. I'm like, all right. And then I found Facebook groups. You know, Panahachal, Facebook, expat, expat community groups. I found some groups. I met some people and the rest was history. And there you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you are mm-hmm. in Guatemala with the gorgeous view and the pretty boys. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If I was, and me and my friend joke about this all the time, because Guatemalan men are fucking beautiful. <laughs> so if I was 25 years old and I was down here, It'd be in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> I'd be the town whore. I swear to God, girl, they would be pegging me. There's the whore. 
she's fucking all the <laughs> guys are so beautiful here. Oh my god! Oh man! And the pe- and you know, I swear I, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but the people are so so nice here. Like they're so nice. And I've traveled a lot. I've actually done a lot of traveling. And Guatemalan people are the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, that's awesome! So you're There's- exactly where you were supposed to land. They're so cute. Like they're just, (laughs) they're so cute and they're so innocent and they're so sweet and they're just always, they're so curious. They're the best people. Oh, that's so awesome. How long did you keep doing the freelancing stuff then before you started transitioning? So I freelance, I had two clients. I had my main client, I did ghostwriting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a, he, and I, and we still chat. He had a, he has a very popular personal development site. Mm-hmm. And then, so I did ghostwriting for him. And then I did a little bit of social media managing for him. And then I picked up another client and with her, I did social media managing And I made image poster quotes for her Facebook page and stuff like that. And I probably did that for, oh, I bet you two years all the while. Yeah, two years, maybe a little over two years all the while while I was working on my website, trying to build, just grow my traffic, right? Uh Grow my traffic so I can make ad earnings, grow my Facebook page, like grow all that stuff, right? My Uh media presence and because, you know, back then, Facebook pages and, and quotes and media presence was very, very, that was a thing to yeah. do. It's not so much anymore. No. But it was back then. And that was 2018, 20, 2017, 20, 2016, 17, 18, 19 was when I was really growing my business while working for these other people. And it was the end of 2018, I, I resigned from my clients because my website finally had it right. was amazing. Yeah, for two fifty a month. What the fuck do I need to live off? You know, right? for two fifty a month. <laughs> so you, you know, you could make a thousand dollars a month and live like a queen down here. Yeah, that was back then. Not so much anymore. The mm-hmm. prices have gone up a little bit because it's becoming a little bit more touristy, which is fine. I think it's great for the economy and the people here. Mm-hmm. So I was able to leave my clients, resign from my clients, twenty eighteen, end of twenty eighteen beginning of 2019. Did you freak out a little bit when you did that? Oh, okay. So check this shit out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Leaving, leaving that. Cause that's almost like leaving a paycheck. The cushion. I did. I did. So at that time at that. Yeah. So listen to see, I check this shit out at that time. You can't even imagine how many obstacles I've crossed in this, in the last three, four years. So at that time, Facebook had introduced instant articles for your Facebook page where you could post your articles from your website and they paid you per article. So I was implementing, because my page was great. I mean, at that time, I probably had 250, 300,000 fans on my yeah. page. So I had a big page. It was very, very, Facebook pages were very popular back then. So I, I was part of the instant articles program on Facebook and I was making probably about $750 to $900 a month just on Facebook instant articles. Damn. Yeah, check this shit out. When I resigned from my clients, the months later, instant articles algorithms went, boop, uh, it sucks. We don't really feel like doing this anymore. And I lost $900 a month overnight. And I was like, are you fucking shitting me right now? Right. Like I just quit two clients because you were paying me almost a thousand dollars a month. And now you're giving me maybe $30. Yep. I'm like, you've got to be fucking. And that is me. the prime example why, why for so long, we've all said you can't count on these other platforms because you can't count on they anything, change man. and we have zero control over it. Oh my God. What a drop. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It gets better. So. While I was rebuilding my business, my son actually supported me. And like I said, my rent was, I had moved into another apartment. My rent was $300 a month. My son supported me for almost a year while I tried to rebuild and recoup that $1,000 a month. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was brutal. So finally, we're back on track. 
got the business up. The website's doing really well. Fuck you, Facebook. Pinterest is doing great. Everything is great. I'm finally making really good money. And then in 2020, Pinterest dropped the axe on me. Yeah. And 90, like nine, well, not 90%, well, like 75% mm-hmm. of my traffic was coming from Pinterest. Yep. And they completely obliterated my account. And I was like, are you fucking shitting me again? Like again, really? I lost everything. Like I completely lost everything. I had to give so now by that time I was living in a house. I had to give up my house. My friend who was living in the States who transitions back between here and the States, he's here now permanently. He rented a house here for me while he was still living in the States. He rented a house here for me so I could, because I couldn't, I couldn't even pay rent. I had no money. I couldn't even afford to pay rent. So he rented a house for me, paid my rent. I house sat for him for six months. And this went on, like I had zero I shouldn't say zero. I mean, it wasn't zero. It was may as well have been zero. It felt like zero after I couldn't fucking pay for anything. Oh my, I fucking couldn't pay for, I lost almost like $2,000 a month in earnings. Yep. Those were my entire earnings. So after about four months, Pinterest kind of went, oh, my bad. We're, we're kidding. And they flipped a switch and everything came back minus. So the, so Pinterest is a funny beast. Yes. So I had, with Pinterest, I was getting about 250,000 page views, page views to my website a month, 250,000 page views a month to my website. That's not monthly views to Pinterest. That's to my website. Your website. That's amazing. To my website. So when they flip, so when they dropped the switch and I lost everything, when they flicked the switch back on, all my traffic came back minus 100,000 monthly viewers. I don't know what, yeah. where they went. I, yeah. I don't, I can't, I don't even know what happened. A hundred thousand just disappeared. Yeah. I don't even care. Whatever. You can keep the Merry Christmas. Just thank you for putting me back, getting mm-hmm. me back on track. Right. So I, I crashed twice in the last four years and I've had to scramble twice. Right. Hard scramble fucking hard. How'd you get out of the mindset of, I mean, cause what else were you going to do? What else am I going to do? So was that the mindset of I have to do something. So Facebook crashed on me and I knew then, okay, you know, I tell people this all the time and I know this, I'm not a stupid person. You can't put all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. but I didn't have all my eggs in one basket. You know right. what I mean? I had Facebook, I had Pinterest, I was growing some Google traffic. Mm-hmm. I had a new, I mean, I had. And that was just the piece that was yeah. exploded. That, exactly. that was the one that was doing amazing. And then all of a sudden it just wasn't. And that's the one that crashed. So I yeah. thought, okay, you know what, Eva? That that's not working. Like you, like seriously, you need to up your game because that's not working either. So it was a matter of relearning SEO, honestly, yeah. going over old blogs, tweet. Like I literally spent a lot of time going through all my old blogs and editing them for, I just really applied SEO because I thought, you know what? One thing they can't take from me is my website and my Google traffic. Like they yeah. can't take that from me. I mean, Google has algorithms too, but I've never been touched wood. I've never been affected so bad that they've fucking collapsed my yeah. business. Yeah. So I thought I need to just keep, I got to keep at this because I'm not giving up. I Like I got to keep, this is my livelihood now. This is like, this is it, man. And you don't want to go work for anybody else. That's the I'm thing. Not, it's just like, no, I don't, right? even, I don't even want to take a freelance job, right? You're like, well, uh-huh. I did. So I did actually, I did for about, that's funny you should mention because I totally forgot about that. Probably for about, so in October, Pinterest pulled the pin. No, October, November, it was the end of October, November. I was actually very depressed for most, most of November. I cried and I was very depressed for a really long time. That really hit me hard because I thought like, again, yeah, like, like, is this happening to me? Like, why does right. this keep happening to me? Yeah. So I was really depressed and it was in December. Something just snapped again. And I thought, come on, girl, get your shit together. Let's yeah. go. Big girl so I, time. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. So I did find freelancing jobs. I thought I need to make money. Uh, I need to, you know, I have to work. Mm-hmm. So I did find, I did find freelancing jobs. I wrote, uh, I did freelancing work. I found a Facebook group where it was just for VAs, bloggers. And I actually picked up a lot of writing jobs in about, I probably did that for about two or three months. And I like, I made, I mean, I made okay money. Like mm-hmm. I was able to like, oh, you know, just take that pressure off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because you can put food on the table. Exactly. I could <laughs> I wasn't paying rent. I still couldn't right. pay rent. 
but at least I was eating and not yeah. just eating tortillas and, you know, going to the brothel and making yeah. money. At the and brothel. that's the awesome thing about knowing something that you do have expertise in is when shit hits the fan like this, you can always be like, okay, yeah. I know how to do this. I can go find people that need this. You know what? There's answers for every problem that we have, Val. Yeah, as long as we get out of our head, right? You have, And that's the thing. There is a solution to every single problem. And I know that, I mean, I'm living proof of hitting fucking rock bottom a million times and clawing your way out. You figure yeah. it out. When something bad happens or we hit rock bottom or we've come across a huge fucking wall and, and you're staring at this wall and you're like, I got nothing, man. I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. But you do know what to do. It's just mm -hmm. hard and scary. Mm -hmm. You already, you already have the answers. Yeah. And for me, it was like, okay, I, I have to write for now. I have to write for other people. That's what I got to do. If I have to do some freelance writing, it doesn't matter. I need to put food on the table mm -hmm. and I need to fucking just get your shit together. Right. This minute, this is what needs to happen. Period. This is end. what needs to happen. So yeah. sometimes you got to swallow your pride. Who cares? Does it matter? You're not oh like, you that's the hardest thing to do for some, some of us, but so having hard. pride, having pride to doesn't put food on your table. No, uh -uh. I got to eat, you know, yeah. I still have bills to pay. So I swallowed my pride. I thought, okay, you know what? I'm, I, I guess I'm a good writer and I'm just going to go find freelancing jobs. Yeah. So, you know, when we hit hard times and when shitty things happen to us, or, you know, even especially in the case of, you know, me eight years ago when I left my abusive relationship and I, felt like I was standing alone on a mountain, looking at the world, going, feeling this big, going, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck to do anymore. Like, I don't even right. know what to do right now. But if you just stop and, you know, you take some down. I mean, I took a long time and cried and felt sorry for myself. You can't stay there. Like you can't mm -hmm. stay in that dark place. You have to get out of that dark place because that hole will suck you in and you will have a really hard time getting it out, getting out if you stay there too long. But if you stay in that dark place for a little while and just process things and eventually you go, okay, you know what? It's I, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Mm -hmm. It sucks here. What do I got to do? Yeah. And the answers are there. And yes, it's scary because it forces us to do things that we've never had to do before. I've never had to do any fucking self-improvement healing and leaving a narcissist and you know, crashing and hitting rock bottom and declaring bankruptcy. And how do you get out of that? I don't fucking know. Right. Leaving your job of 25 years, your whole I career. <laughs> and right. I don't know. I'll figure it out. You just figure it out. Yeah. You figure it out because yeah. you already have the answers. And do. The, the fact that, that if you do figure it out, you don't have to stick with that. Like, no. It can evolve and change into something else. All the time. And you might have to, but you might not have All the choice. The <laughs> you might not have Absolutely. the choice. Life might you just know, tell you, guess what? You're changing right now. <laughs> life throws things at you sometimes and you got to roll with it. And, you know, when my business crashed twice in four years, it's through shit. And another thing too, I'm very blessed and very fortunate that I have a son who loves his mother and I have friends who want to help me, but we all do. Yes. And everybody thinks, you know, and this is a big thing. Everybody thinks, oh, I can't ask anybody for help. People like to help. People want to help. Mm -hmm. So suck it up. And I can't ask anybody for help. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You're just too stubborn and you don't want to. I had no problem asking people for help. When I left my last relationship, I said, you know what? I put a plea out on Facebook. I said, hey, I just left my relationship. I have no money. I have no belongings. I had nothing and I had to find an apartment. You wouldn't believe the people that came out of the woodwork to help me. Yeah. People I yep. hadn't talked to in a really long time mm -hmm. because people genuinely love to help. Mm -hmm. So if there is anybody listening and they feel like they're stuck and, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask people to help because they love to be part of something that's big and that makes a difference in the world. People mm -hmm. are just waiting yeah. for opportunities to help somebody. That's something I had to really change in my head was because... <sighs> As a strong woman, don't need no help. I'm going to do everything by myself. So I've always done that. And all of a sudden it just was clicking in my head because of course I was finally figuring out, no, I can't do life by myself yeah. like that. I yeah. just can't. I'm literally killing myself because yeah. I'm keeping everything in. And all of a sudden it clicked in my head that it's like, well, how much do I, how much enjoyment do I get from helping other people? 
Yeah. Why am I a selfish bitch and not letting other people get that enjoyment of helping me? Exactly. That's it's, exactly it's right. Selfish because if they can't help me, then well, they're not going to come to me for help anymore. But she's too strong. She's too whatever. She doesn't need. Well, because anything. yeah, because because they're like, well, if if I can't give back, you yeah. know, I I really had to do a lot of thinking of that way because that that was it was it was that one sided thing that I was throwing out there. Of, sure, of, and you well, know, I'll what? help, 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 help. Well, yeah. that makes people feel bad. Yeah, yeah. If they can't and help it, you in return. Of course, of course. And you made a good point about, you know, I'm a strong woman, blah, blah, blah. I don't need no help. I don't need nobody. I got this mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Strong women know when to ask for help. Yeah. They know when to ask for help yeah. because we're not fucking superhumans. We're not. We don't have to bear the weight of everything all the fucking time. Unfortunately, it took me no, too many years or not too many, because if it was too many, I'd be at my deathbed right now. But uh, it took me more years <laughs> than I would yeah, prefer sure. to be in there. Because, of course, I'm just like, I'm used to my husband works 48 hours. You know, I'm used to shit hitting the fan while he's at work. I don't need nobody. You know, this is just pull on my big girl panties and get it done. And it's like, no, I wasn't getting it done. I was just yeah. existing. That's toxic thinking. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a toxic way to live, to think yeah. that I don't need anybody and I got this. That's very toxic. Yeah. And you're just hurting yourself. Like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody would want to be like, I don't need anybody. Well, I know for me, a lot of the time it's because if I start talking about it out loud, it's real. Mm-hmm. If I can keep it inside, I can pretend mm-hmm. it's still not happening. <laughs> so Eva and I were just in a challenge together and we're still in a group. We have the same coach and the last coaching call happened. And I was just like in the group immediately with my hand raised. I'm like, I, oh fuck, I got to go today. <laughs> I, go. I like, think I missed part of that call. <laughs> you missed the first part when I was there, I'm sure. But I woke up and I was just like, I don't cry. And I woke up that morning and shit just started happening. Like, uh, I mean, you just, you just know the growth is there. Like the mindset change was happening. That would usually be a time that I would, my old self would shut down. She would shut down. She'd be like, okay, I'm going to go hide in the corner in my hobbit hole. I'm going to process this for day, two days, three days, years, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Till I die. I'm bringing this shit to my fucking grave. (laughs) Whatever would happen. And the awesome thing about so much of the mindset work happening over the last few years was just like, nope, I joined this challenge and I hired this coach because I don't want to be this way anymore. Yeah. I'm going to let this shit out right now. And I don't care that I'm going to look stupid. I mean, this is in my head, my head. I'm going to mm-hmm. look stupid. I'm going to fucking cry. I'm not even going to make sense. And just like, nope, I am throwing it out there. And when I got done with the call, we were talking for maybe 10, 15 minutes max. Mm-hmm. And I was done. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I just had to get it out. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. It's gone. Are you, are you part of the mastermind? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not, us- I don't usually go. That's why. <laughs> uh, well, I first joined the mastermind in like October. I think I joined and my, I don't, I don't cry on the calls anymore, but my first few caught like the first few calls when I got coaching, like, I mean, I was a blubbering fucking basket case yeah. fool because I was just, I was so toxic and because I have all these, you know, damaging, limiting beliefs from my childhood. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just a toxic blubbering mess Yeah, and the coaching and, you know, we need help. We're not yeah. as strong as just, and you know, just because, and this is the funny thing, just because we're coaches and we help people. doesn't mean that we don't need help too. I still yeah. need help with my things. Yep. I have the skills to help people with the issues that, and this is kind of, they always say that the self, not the self-help industry, but coaching, we're probably the biggest hypocrites because we coach people, but then we have all these, I'm a, I'm a loser. You know, we have all these limiting- That's why we have such a problem is because yeah. we put that shit in our head that we're supposed to be perfect and have our shit together. But we can help other people. I know we can help other people with, I mean, Mm -hmm. I can talk the fuck out of somebody, talk them down the ledge and and get their mindset right. I can do that in the, you know, in 30 seconds. Yeah. But you think I can do my own? No, because we're in it. Fuck no. So this is where, and this is where getting back to the topic, strong women, strong people need help too. It's okay. 
it's not a it's not weakness. It's oh, I can't show them I'm weak. It's got nothing to do with weakness. Mm-hmm. And that's and for women, I don't know why that is. It's the weirdest thing because we're I guess maybe I shouldn't say we're all like that, but no, we have to be, you know, we take care of the home, we take care of the kids, and we have to be strong and we have 10 arms and we're super women and we gotta Getting do all, all this. Done. We have to do everything and we have to have this. Fucking, we're doing a full time yeah. income and we're raising the whole family. Yeah, we're doing and, all. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. I'm so powerful. Yeah. And I'm so strong. And I know you're a human being. Mm-hmm. Hello. Don't forget. First mm-hmm. and foremost, you are a human being with human emotions. Yeah. And we're not superhuman. Like we're not. No. And we can't control right? our human emotions. No. They're going to pop up. We can uh, deal with them. Course. We can Absolutely. deal with them, but we can't control them. Yeah. And you know what? And if you can't deal with them by yourself, then you call a friend. You yeah. ask somebody, say, hey, you know what? I'm having some really shitty thoughts right now. Do you want to go have a coffee or do I just sit with me? You know, just call a friend, mm-hmm. like yep. whatever. Yep. Just don't try. And women are, yeah, we're so, we're so ridiculous like that. Yeah. I didn't need nobody. I'm good. I got this. No, you don't, bitch. You don't got this. <laughs> Hey, so, I mean, we learn right back on this in two years and realize, no, you ain't got this at all. You're a dummy. <laughs> I, I never had it. I didn't have anything. Right? <laughs> As we're in the middle of something else, we don't know that we're going through. <laughs> I know we're crazy. Yeah. Women are crazy. <laughs> we are. We're so hard on ourselves for nothing. So right? hard. For, yeah. Cause what's it going to change? I mean, it doesn't change anything when I admit that, you know what, I can't do this or, Mm. or I can't handle all of this or. You don't get a badge of honor for being strong. There's no, you don't get a reward at the end of the day. There's no gold medal waiting for you at the, at the pearly gates of heaven. Look at you. Oh my God. Here's your trophy for being a fucking soup. There's, there's none of that. Yeah. I'll, you're just killing yourself and you're pretending miserable now. Yeah. And you're pretending you're putting on this facade that. We don't need to do that. Girls, we don't need to do that anymore. Nope. Reach out. Calm down. Reach out. Yeah. And for use sure. the resources, especially. I mean, as entrepreneurs, we go and we get coaches and then we don't use the coaching fully a lot no. of the time. And no. I do know for me that's because well, then if I start using the coaching, then this, you know, like I said, it makes that real. Yeah. Whatever I'm dealing with. And yeah. and once we're aware, we can't be unaware. So once we've said it, we've got to deal yeah. with it. I know. And that's the hard part. But then once you have the resources and you get through it, you're like, wow, it's like the aha moments. Yeah are the most amazing. You're like, oh, that feels all right. That feels, you know, you just yeah. feel so good. So why would you keep yourself from feeling good? Like, yeah. especially for coaches, business owners, mindset, whatever. There are so many resources out there, not just for our clients, but for us too. We have mm-hmm. resources that we can tap into yep. to make us better coaches, make us better women, make us better humans, make us kinder, more whatever. You know, there are resources that we can tap into. Some of them are free. Yeah. Go read a fucking blog, you know? Yeah. Like some of them, seriously. Hit the library. Find... There's books galore. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there are free, re- there are free resources. Yeah. Go join a Facebook group. I love Facebook groups. Go join a group of like-minded women and chat, make a new friend. Yeah. And you'll see, you know, and you'll be like, wow. You'll be like, Val and Eva, thank you. You guys are awesome. That was great advice. <laughs> and do come and tell us that because we want to hear <laughs> We want to hear that it worked and you came out the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a good entrance into what are you doing right now? We didn't really start with an introduction of what you're doing in your business now. The introduction was like an hour long. Yeah, (laughs) it's all right. Like I said, I'm I'm super low key and whatever's going to pop out of your mouth is what's supposed to happen. (laughs) So because Facebook and Pinterest like to bend me over often, I started creating things. I thought, all right, you know, my website traffic is starting to to rise now nicely through SEO and Google and all that stuff. So I thought, all right, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna work this and ride this and see how I do. So I started writing ebooks. I've got I think I have like a dozen ebooks on my. I, yeah, so I created. That's so a lot I, for somebody who did writing for others. I know because usually know. you don't write your own crap. <laughs> I know. Well, I did. I've been writing so much. Nice. So I have a so I have a my own little self-help e-store. It's super cool. I love it. And this is kind of funny because so many people, so many women, I would like to think women that are age, I don't know how this is too hard. I was a hairdresser. Yeah. I didn't know the first thing about website design, writing ebooks. I didn't know shit 
about anything. I was a hairdresser. So I want to make this very, very clear. I was a hairdresser. That's all I was. Not to say that I'm not shitting on hairdressers, but that was the scope of my education. I learned how to become a freelance writer. I wrote books. I created courses. I created websites. Like I learned how to do all that shit. So maybe you don't know how to do anything. Maybe, oh, this is too hard or I don't know how. You fucking learn how because I found all free resources to teach me. Yeah. Go YouTube has a bajillion tutorials on how to do how to you type in how to and insert whatever it is. You're going to find a tutorial. Yeah. Period. So I taught myself how to do everything, everything. So don't I don't want to hear and I hear this. Oh, I don't know how I can't figure it out. Yeah. You figure it out because don't tell me oh, I don't know how if you're just going to whine about it, then you're not interested in. I just I just ranted. So I have I have ebooks. I have courses. I do coaching. I do now uh, mindset coaching. It's tough love coaching. I got to yeah. tell you, it's mm-hmm. it's tough love. It's mm-hmm. no bullshit coaching because I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not rubbing anybody's back and licking your wound for you. Yeah. If you want to change your life and you're serious about changing your life, I'll help you change your fucking life. But you have to be ready to work hard because mm-hmm. it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, Val. Yeah. Everybody would do it. Yeah. And we would have done it sooner. And we, if it right? was easy, we would have done it a, a long sooner. time ago. I wouldn't have waited until I was 40 to realize I that, oh, shit, 40. I don't like this person. Girl. <laughs> I don't like this person I am. <laughs> I was 52. Holy God. <laughs> 52. So I help women, midlife women, navigate midlife, do mindset work because a lot of us have poor self image. We have low self-esteem, we have low self-confidence, we have low everything because we've spent 30 years taking care of everybody else and we've never taken care of ourselves. And we have no idea when we get to right 50 and we're all alone and we're like, I don't know what to do. The fuck do I do now? I mean, that was it. Oh my God. The the kids graduated. I didn't have, I wasn't mom anymore. I wasn't, you know, so-and-so's mom anymore. You know, I didn't really just want to be, you know, so-and-so's wife. You know, anymore. I mean, we're still we're still married. Absolutely. But I, that's not my I had to figure out that that was not my identity. Exactly. So what the hell was? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what the hell? And you're very fortunate to still be married. But many women over mm-hmm. 50 aren't. They oh, yeah. and ironically over after 50 is that's when the divorces start. Yeah. And it's usually the husband because he's found some hot 25 year old with silicone boobs yeah but see i don't see that to be true we could get into this topic for sure i don't see that to be true because i see the midlife women changing so much that they're just like i don't like the life i've created and he's part of that life some of them yeah and then there's a flip side so that's kind of funny because i get over like i get the emails and the the comments my husband just left me for another woman i'm like oh yeah I get so a lot different. of that. And I'm not, and I'm not surprised because women yeah. do that. Our men do that. I'm like, yeah. whatever. Then you know what? I'm like, that's a blessing in disguise, man. Let's oh, yeah. ride that. Let's yeah. just ride that. Yeah. He gave you the ticket out. Go. Yeah, absolutely. Head so, to Guatemala. Yeah, so, you know, and <laughs> buy a ticket, buy a one-way ticket. Buy don't ticket go back. To <laughs> and just don't go back to anywhere. So yeah. So I help women just try to figure out well, who am I and what am I doing now? So Nice. And I have my courses and my books. And I also fee so my so that's my first passion. Maybe that's my second passion. I don't know. My first passion is dogs. Yeah. I do a lot of volunteer work down here helping foster dogs, street dogs, feed them, get them back to health. Oh. I do a lot of that. So that's my that's my love. That's my true love is helping dogs. Yeah. If I if I ever win the lottery, no, rephrase. When I win the lottery. <laughs> When I win the lottery, I want to have a rescue center so bad. Oh, yeah. Because I want all the dogs. My husband says I can't have any more. Three's enough. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I'm moving into a new house in July and I can't. It's a no pet zone, which is fine. So I just I'll just help the street dogs. I I always have food on me, either in my scooter or my backpack. I always yeah. have dog food on me. So I'll just help them. I'll just nice. feed them. Whatever. Oh, yeah. What a sweet my, yeah. My goal is to have a, I wanna actually have a sanctuary, not a shelter, but a, a sanctuary. Yeah. For the dogs that can't be adopted, that are maybe just on the street and too old and ready to oh, die. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I just want to have a sanctuary because the little town that I live in. 
has as many dogs as there are humans. Like you oh my like, trip over dogs. Yeah, yeah. There are so many fucking dogs oh, here. No. So I want to have a sanctuary. That's my 2023 year end goal is to nice. have a sanctuary for the dogs. I just don't, you know. Oh, that would be just amazing. don't have a chance. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. Then I could come down to Guatemala and help. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> I have a reason. So yes, can. <laughs> we can find you at Women Blazing Trails. Women right? Blazing Women Blazing Trails.com. You can find me there. Oh my God, I'm all over the place. Of YouTube, my YouTube channel is also Women Blazing Trails. Instagram is Women Blazing Trails slash 20 or Women Blazing no, Trails. No, just Women Blazing Trails 22, I think. 21. 21. 21. Yeah. Okay. 21. I don't even know yeah. why I that. So yeah, I'm everywhere. Women Blazing Trails. Actually, all my courses and all that stuff. I actually just created, see, you learn shit as you go along. I created a page on my website just the other day that has all my courses and my ebooks because I do host them over on Padaya. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a little bit easier access. I'm, yeah. That's why I posted it. I put a page on my website. They're still on Padaya, but I also have a page on my website that's all pretty. So you can find all my courses, books, programs, Perfect. my coaching, everything is there. That's womenblazingtrails.com. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll have all of the links in the show notes. So everybody, so you can go and find her. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Like I said, that we just met two weeks ago, two weeks ago, but the yeah. four of us that were in the challenge together, I mean, we were just like every day we were talking yeah. every day and I mean, you went through some mindset growth and and I know the other two girls yeah. seem to as well. And and I know that anytime I join something like that, when I'm really supposed to be there, mm. that is what happens. Like some mm-hmm. major growth happens. I mean, I was freaking out because the podcast just launched this morning, actually. So I, I was two weeks before that, just freaking the fuck out. <laughs> of, oh my God, we're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. And we're going to do this. And we're going to do that. And what oh makes my you, God. So what makes you freak out? Why do you freak out about that? I don't freak out about that. I'm like, this is cool. Whatever. Because, How, why do you freak out? because I know that this is the path I'm supposed to be going. I'm going in the correct direction. So I'm freaking out of that whole fear of success. this is the direction that I'm supposed to be going. And it feels so right. So I'm just like self-sabotage the shit out of this. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So that's what I was working. That's what you missed on the call. (laughs) Uh, That was what I was working through for the last two weeks was this is exactly the direction I'm supposed to go. Old self would have thrown wrenches, chainsaws, everything into the way and said, no, we're not doing this. That's interesting because I, I, I don't I don't think that. And you know when you mentioned about the group, and I just wanted to, I'll tell you Bethany's advice about because she, she messaged me privately. I guess she didn't want to maybe embarrass me. I don't know about uh, EFT, which is tapping. Right? She's yeah. like, you know, have you ever tried tapping? I'm like, oh, that's a great idea because I did tapping like a hundred years ago, and mm-hmm. I just forgot about it. I'm like, forget, that's a great yeah. idea. So that really really helped me, but. I need accountability, not need. I like to have accountability because I work harder and smarter with accountability. But I think in this group coaching, like with the four girls, this was a this was a pure, beautiful example of women helping women because women still, I feel that a lot of women are still in competition with other women. And that's not the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Women need to be lifting each other up and helping each other. We're not in competition. Your, your only competition is the person in your mirror. Yeah. Not, not yeah. the girl beside you. You're not my competition. Right. You know, anybody I interview, she, she they're not my competition. These are mm-hmm. women. Women need to be lifting each other up and helping each other, not beating each other down. And, and we, you know, we're not in high school anymore. Mm-hmm. And not feeling mm-hmm. like. I, you can't talk to somebody, some other woman because, oh my exactly. gosh, you're going to steal my ideas or, oh my gosh, exactly. you're going to do this. It's like, or she's like, better no. than me or yeah. whatever. She's yeah. not better than you. All the crap we, we all, tell ourselves. Yeah. We, you know, we're all unique. We have our own skills. Like, I mean, you're a coach. I interviewed another coach. We're all coaches, yeah. but this coach, Melaine has her own style and she's got, you know, credentials, a degree. She went to school. I have my own style because I'm a very much in your face, yeah. you know, boot camp kind of, <laughs> and you're more of a business minds. You know what I mean? We're yeah. all coaches, but we all have different styles. It doesn't mean yeah. you're better than me. I'm not better than you. Mm-hmm. Melaine isn't smarter than I am we're all helping people and that's, and I think women need to, to dump that whole, she's better than me. She's smarter. No, she's not. 
Yeah. No, you're amazing just the way you are. And there's nobody better than you. Nobody is better than you. Yeah. And there's nobody like you. No. You bring you to the table. And when people want to work with you, they only want to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just, I just wanted to, I just felt that that was really important to, to say, because I still feel that women are, are so a little catty, a little jealous, a little, and you know, we're not, we're, we're so past that. Yeah. We're just past that. That's that's not going to help. Those are all unhelpful thoughts, and they're not going to do any good for you yeah. or your business. You're gonna you're gonna continue in your business with all these toxic, negative. You know, well, she's better than me. Well, why do you want to bring that kind of thought into your business and into yes. your life? That's soul sucking. The it's comparison ridiculous. of oh, you gonna do that yeah. for? That's bullshit. Yeah. I've been dealing a lot with the comparison in my membership lately. A lot. Really? Yeah. 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 With people doing well, this person and this person, and I'm just like, I don't care. Really? Eh? <laughs> Why do you care that they're doing it that way? Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. the way you want to do it? Well, I'm like, well, then don't worry about how exactly. they're doing it because it won't work for you. No, <laughs> it won't no. work for you just because it's working for them. I yeah. can testify to that. Because that's, <laughs> that's how I tried to run my business for way too long of, oh, well, it's working for this person. I will I follow know. exactly. And it's like, you can't follow exactly. It doesn't matter if they gave you the blueprint and you follow yeah. it. It won't be the same and it that's, won't be the way that you need to do it. That's a really good point, actually, Val. And even Faith said that. I was watching something the other day. It might have been, I don't know, her coach. She said, I'm not going to teach you strategies yeah. because what works for me doesn't work for you. That's actually a really good point. So you, and I always tell people, don't follow 20 people and try oh to- Oh my gosh, yes. Just follow one or two, you know, yeah. find one or two people that you admire, that you resonate with, that really makes sense. Find one or two people, see how they're doing. And then you can take little low-hanging fruit, if you will. You can take some things, but you have to implement your own style. Like yeah. you have to. Like yeah. there's nobody like me. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, know, right? The world couldn't <laughs> handle too. <laughs> yeah. Like there's nobody like me and and that's cool. So I take little pieces of education or tools or whatever from, from all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a neat trick. Yeah. I'm going to apply it. Nah, it didn't work for me. So I'm going to try something else. Right. And you just feel, you know, if you, if you're intuitive, you'll feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, you and we're know. all intuitive. It's just who's listening. It's what you're listening to. Are we to. listening? Yeah. yeah Are we to listening listen. to ourselves? Oh my gosh. We can keep why. going on and on and on and on. I know. Okay. <laughs> so All right. Good. We've been talking for like an hour. We have been now. I know. All right. So thank you so much for being on here, Eva. I knew this was going to be a you. great conversation. I love learning more about you. Everyone, you. I'm going to have all of her information in the show notes. So you can go and follow her if you are looking for a woman to help you with no nonsense i do recommend no bullshit you, yeah no thanks. bullshit you got to come on my podcast next oh sure you bet absolutely <laughs> absolutely all right thank you so much thanks val thanks for listening to valful volume i can't wait to talk with you again and i'd love to bring you more information even quicker so if you are ready to move past your crap and be less in your head i'm ready to coach you An excellent first step is joining us in the Boss Mindset Membership. You can find it at valselby.com slash join dash membership. That's valselby.com slash join dash membership. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.